Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks. We're back. And it is Friday. Finally made it to Friday. Folks, we made it through another week here in the city of Jacktown. And as you know, uh, on Friday, we here at WYB want to, as a public service announcement, we'd like to encourage you, warn you, admonish you, put you on a, a, a high alert, high beams, baby. Uh, you live in an area that's dominated by Democrats. That's right. They control everything. And wherever you have Democrats in control, what are you going to have? Senseless murder, random violence. And general mayhem. And may I add trash. And there's going to be more trash once they uh, uh, do away with waste management, picking up our our home trash. And uh, now it'll just be all over the streets like it is right now, but it'll just be in heavier supply. So anyway, be that as it may, you got another hour and 53 minutes to get your crap together, get your money, uh, paycheck home to your family. Because these people are robbing and stealing out here. And this is the... The 25th of the month, that means the checks have not come out. That means the people eating the canned goods at the house because they have all the meat and all the uh, fresh food. They're eating canned goods. So that means somebody's going to have to give it up this weekend. And may it not be you. So we want everybody back in the audience on Monday. But if you should fall victim to these streets, remember, you were warned. You need to be strapped down in Jacktown. You need to be carrying the 13th Apostle. That's your witnessing tool. So when you get those motivational words in your ear, get it up. Give me your money. That means you need to be strapped down and ready and prepared and willing to bust a cap on somebody. But we don't encourage that. But if you're going to survive in Jacktown, you got to seriously consider that. Anyway, folks, we have a special guest. Before we get to that special guest, I need to mention about Mercy House Adult Teen Challenge down in Georgetown, Mississippi. As you know, they are an organization that help people with addiction of any type, not just drug and alcohol, anything that has you bound up. And they have a secret sauce. They have a tried and true program that doesn't involve any chemicals, anything that's an alternative to what you already have inside of you. And that is the word of God. That's right, folks. A 14-month program using nothing but the scriptures, the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's turning men around. I'm talking about repentant, 180 degrees in the opposite direction. And, folks, they have almost a 75% success rate of their graduates. And the reason because the word heals. The word does just what it says it's going to do. So if you want to sow into some good ground, because these people don't take any money from the federal government, so they can dispense the word as needed, where needed. It's mercyhouseatc.org is the web presence. And there you can go to the various links and find out how you can participate. I encourage you to become a, a monthly donor. That would be $21 a month to hold down a seat, a room if you would, for someone who has an addiction but don't have the resources to pay for it. Now, they don't turn anyone away. What they will do is just pour more water in the soup and set another bowl out and make sure everybody has something in front of them to eat and a place to sleep. But you can help defray the cost of this operation. You can donate an automobile, an automobile that could be running or not running, and they will repurpose it in their uh, auto repair shop down there where the men are learning a skill. And then they'll put it on the uh, used car lot down there in Crystal Springs, which is located at 1164 pat harrison highway and that car will go on to help someone who's a family who who has no automobile and only has one and need two to get back and forth to work 
Folks, it's the circle of life, and they're doing a good job and have been. And so the people running this ministry, these are not high-end folks riding around in、uh, big wheel-based cars and trucks. No, these are folks who are doing it out of the love of their, for their fellow man. So won't you help out? MercyHouseATC.org is the web presence. You can find them on Facebook, MercyHouseATC on Facebook.、Uh, that, that is Adult Teen Challenge. And there you can make your donations. And again, you can help support the organization,、uh, support the thrift store down in Byram. They have a thrift store where they sell gently used home items,、uh, clothing items, et cetera. And also, they have a woodworking shop where they make、uh, knickknacks that you can sell as fundraisers for your booster club and other organizations. So check them out, help them out if you would. MercyHouseATC.org. With no further ado, folks, we have Jay in the house. Let me tell you a little bit about Jay. When I was down low sick in the hospital, this gentleman was my nurse. He was one of the nurses that took care of me, and he, he had mercy upon me. He, he was one of the ones who put a little ice,、uh, soft ice on my tongue when I was parched. And,、uh, but just to let the, just let the record reflect that uh, uh, this man was instrumental in me. Sitting here today, so hat tip to you, Jay. Welcome to WIB, my friend. Thank you for having Come me. Come a little on, closer.、Kim. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for having me on. It's good to have you here. And、uh, if you tell people as much about your background, how, how did you get into the um, uh, medical services, medical delivery, nursing?、Uh, when did you start and all that there? Well,、uh, let's see. I got misguided. Many years ago in the junior college system. Misguided. <laughs> and、uh, ended up putting my education on sabbatical for quite a few years、mm-hmm. and pursuing you know, the job I already had in the construction trade.、Mm-hmm. Uh, it was supposed to be my summer job after high school, and it turned into 11 years of me working there and、uh, even. While I had already been a nurse, continuing to work for、uh, almost a year.、Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> but in the recession of 2008, it hit us, and our skill set and the type of construction I was doing around 2009,、uh, the richer clients here in the Madison, Florida area were holding on to their money,、mm-hmm. not wanting to. Spend a whole lot for big building projects. So I'd already had, a, had always had a, a passion to want to pursue something either medical or biology related.、Um, my sister and brother in law had been after me for quite a while to get back in school and get a degree and make something of myself. So with their help, I went to college and completed. Two years of nursing school and、uh, almost two years worth of, of prerequisite credits that I needed. For med school? In a, no, for nursing school. Okay. In a, a three year time frame. I、mm. really buckled down and went from not having been a good student in junior college and not applying myself in high school to making the dean's list my very first semester、mm-hmm. in a.、Uh, University setting, and I don't regret it one bit.、Uh, I'm proud to be a nurse.、I'm、thankful for the things that nursing has 
afforded me to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, however, folks need to know that there is a serious problem out there right now in our healthcare system that's not going to be getting any better. Mm. So it's changed a lot since you first got your nursing uh, certificate and got started? I won't say that things have necessarily changed. The way that for-profit and even not-for-profit entities uh, manage things, they have had a problem for quite a while. Mm -hmm. However, given the things that have happened in the past two years since the pandemic, plandemic, whatever someone wants to call it, it's really exacerbated a rot that was already there Mm. um, and really brought to light a whole lot of issues for which they have no resolution anymore. Or they don't want resolution, I guess. Well, that's the thing. Mm. So there's been a nursing shortage for years, decades, mm-hmm. but we've been able to hide it because we haven't had the whole world shut down due to one new novel, you know, sickness. Mm-hmm. Now you're seeing a rate of burnout, retirement, um, people leaving bedside nursing to go into easier areas of nursing. Um, people who are grossly overqualified still at the bedside but seeking nurse practitioner and uh, nurse anesthetist jobs, uh, people who are underqualified in their skills to be managers and administrators choosing to do that and adding to another set of problems Mm -hmm. because they don't want to deal with the stress that's at the bedside and the stress is there because of the corporations, insurance companies, government, all of these entities that control health care, trying to maximize profit at the expenditure of staffing. Mm. And also, I guess, their, their mandates and dictates about what you can and can't do, and a lot of that is in uh, contradiction or opposition to providing good health care for the patient. Right. So one of the things that uh, hospital administrations beat their staff with is scores, patient satisfaction scores, HCAP scores, you know, what did Joint Commission or this organization or that say about how we did. They tend to... um, belittle and demean the staff as far as the things they're deficient on and always promise that things are going to get better. The number one thing that all clinicians are constantly asking for in, say, a hospital or long-term setting is proper patient-to-staffing ratios Mm -hmm. and the supplies um, and logistical support in order to be able to do your job. Isn't there a, a state required amount of uh, personnel that's needed per patient, nurses or whatever? Uh, there is not in the state of Mississippi. Hmm. However, best practices guidelines um, have studied this for quite a while. 
in unionized states and states such as California, there are mandatory nurse to staffing ratios. Mm-hmm. Within the guidelines of, say, all the hospitals here in Mississippi, there's known quotas. On a medical surgical unit, for instance, ideally, you're only supposed to have five patients as a medical floor nurse, mm-hmm. six when you're a little short staff. However, the situation going on in much of the community now is eight, nine patients per nurse per shift, mm. more often than the exception. And you're supposed to see your patients every one to two hours, depending on your guidelines, and meet all of the needs for your patient and make them feel like they're the only patient mm. that you have at the moment. Mm. Let's do the math real quick. In a one-hour slot, if you've got eight patients, that's roughly seven minutes per patient, and you have to travel from one patient's room to the other. Mm-hmm. Never mind needing to get medical supplies or you know, look up something in mm-hmm. a chart or go get your patient some crackers right. or a juice you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's just... A small part of the issue the patient never sees the background work that the nurse is doing looking up lab values reading histories and physicals all the charting that has to be done mm-hmm. they're supposed to chart every time they have an interaction with you mm-hmm. um, that's just not Possible. within the the realm of possibility because I was going to ask that, you that's just a floor nurse you right. know a medical floor with the mm. wooden doors you know where right. grandma can talk and get a meal tray that's uh, hold on here we're, we're talking with a one of the nurses that treated me when I was uh, hospitalized and uh, he's got a story uh, he's going to impart as we discuss this this hour uh our number is 601 I'm going to take All right, folks, we're back, and it is Friday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. I want to remind you, uh, you got a taste for pizza this evening. How about Railroad Pizza in downtown Florida, Mississippi? Come on, enjoy a sit-down dining experience at Railroad Pizza. Folks, you can get the uh, uh, unique items over there, not just the pizza, but they also have the wraps, the poor boys, salads. But wait, there's more. They have South Southwestern egg rolls, uh, giant hand cut pepper jack and mozzarella cheese stick, uh, pimento cheese fritters, fried with honey. Well, excuse me, with a honey comeback sauce, fried pickles drizzled with the uh, ranch and comeback and dill sauce, hand battered a tower of onion rings. That's right, folks. And then you have your uh, chicken wings, the boneless or the bone in, jalapeno pepper. Margarita, raspberry chipotle, chipotle, as well as the favorites, garlic parmesan, teriyaki, excuse me, and lemon pepper, all at Railroad Pizza in downtown Florida. Uh, the number over there, if you want to call in your order, 879-7700, 879-7700. Uh, make a meal at Railroad Pizza tonight. All right, let's get back to Jay, uh, one of the nurses who helped nurse me back to health and uh, uh Jay, are you still in the nursing field? Uh, currently, I've been on vacation. I uh, 
took the opportunity to enjoy my deer season. Mm -hmm. I do plan on returning to the nursing field. Uh, However, there are some issues, and that's really why I came on today Mm -hmm. after hearing Dr. Wichert and the guest yesterday. I I called Kim up Mm -hmm. and wanted to talk about this because two years ago, certain classes of people were considered essential workers. Right. Truckers were essential workers. Nurses were healthcare heroes. Well, let's fast forward two years and look at what's going on right now. You've got the Prime Minister of Canada basically declaring martial law and putting sociopathic uh, Gestapo-style stormtroopers up against nonviolent citizens because the truckers decided to have a protest mm-hmm. to ask for their freedom of choice. I was called a hero. One facility that I worked in even made huge banners. We love our healthcare heroes and hung them from the building and all that. <laughs> the same facility fired me when they refused to grant my religious and moral exemption. Mm-hmm. So, I was asked to come to work and take care of patients that were on every manner of life support uh, that's available out there and to take a a workload that is not safe for any nurse's license, one where you cannot meet the demand of what the patients need. I and all of my coworkers did this when there was no protective equipment. There was no... uh, And they demanded that you come to work before they... uh, uh, I mean, when this uh, virus is raging at its uh, peak. You couldn't call in sick, or you couldn't give them a good enough excuse, it seemed, to to take off. Uh, Well, I have a loved one at home who has a compromised immune system. We don't care. Come on, anyway. There was a fair amount of that. Yes. And so... There was no protection. There was no gene therapy uh, at the beginning of all this. So I was a hero just for doing my job. Now I'm a second-class citizen and, you know, don't get to have my own autonomy in where I work and the choices I make because even though the federal mandates were struck down for the most part by the United States Supreme Court, Right, they made an exception for one group of people, healthcare workers. Mm-hmm. That means nurses, respiratory therapists, and CNAs. You know, we can say doctors too. Mm. But those are the people who are taking care of you when you're sick. And most of them are good people, and they deserve to be able to make their own choice. How, if a patient is vaccinated, already has the COVID, and they're on the ventilator to where they can't even breathe on their own, mm-hmm. and that it's got a filter on it, how does the nurse or respiratory therapist taking care of them in the ICU, being vaccinated, have any bearing whatsoever on this situation? Mm. We need to use common sense in all of these things. 
that are going on in our society. Just like with the truckers wanting the federal government of Canada to end the mandate, Mm -hmm. you had all the provincial governments uh, rolling out, you know, expiration of when the mandate would be happening. Mm -hmm. Well, why not today? What's the difference in it being today and, you know, you having a dialogue with the people who actually bring you everything that you consume as a, a consumer right. to to the shelves of your Walmart or wherever, why can't you just say, okay, y'all win? Because there's no difference in whether it ends today or if it ends at the end of the week. Right. It's common sense. But we're not looking ab- at these things, all of these issues in our society, with a common sense approach. We're looking at it with a partisan approach that's been framed by whoever you listen to the most. Some people is CNN, some people is Fox News, some people is whatever's in their Facebook feed. True. But if you're not allowing for your individual, autonomous neighbor and citizen to make their own informed decisions, whether it's right or wrong, then you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Let's think about this with a common sense approach to everything. Not a partisan one. Well, again, the question that I would ask, uh, it seems to me the hospitals and the medical delivery services and systems, at every turn in this so-called pandemic, have made things worse following the protocols, whether they came from CDC or their own internal protocols or the World Health Organization. As you pointed out when you first started, you pointed out there's always been a a nurse shortage in this country. It's made worse by them firing the nurses who didn't get the the vaccine or didn't accept it. And yet they could offer no cohesive, coherent uh, reasoning for the vaccine other than you just have to do it. Uh, I can't get my head around it. And then you were already under pressure. From a time wise, from from a time standpoint in performing your job, then you guys still had to do the paperwork at the end of the day for each day that you were there, right? Right. I mean, was that something that you get paid for being, in other words, you got an eight, 12 hour shift, you got to do everything that you have to do and do the, do the paperwork within the 12 hour shift or anything after that? It's just you, you're giving it back to them, giving them free time? No, most nurses in a hospital setting, most staff. Mm-hmm. Um, is paid hourly. Okay. Um, your physicians are often salaried. Right. But a, a lot of times the physicians don't work directly for the hospital system either. They may be an associate, a surgical association, mm-hmm. uh, associate or a cardiac associate, you know, may be a private practitioner with admitting rights to the hospital. But when it comes to the ones actually taking care of you for the, 12 hours that they are there, they're getting paid hourly. Okay. But at the end of 12 and a half, 13 hours, they want to go home. Mm-hmm. They don't want to spend another hour and a half, two hours doing the charting that they weren't able to get to. But that's so often the case. Mm-hmm. Um, you say that is often or that is not often? That is so often the case, mm-hmm. um, especially... 
in today's environment, especially at the height of COVID. Well, we're talking with a nurse who uh, treated one of the nurses that treated me. When we come back, I want you to, if you can, uh, I want you to talk to us about um, what did you see and what was your understanding about the data? Because from our vantage point on the totem pole as citizens and those who have used the healthcare system, everything just didn't seem to make sense in terms of, you know, what Dr. Dobbs says about vaccinated and unvaccinated being the source of the uh, COVID uh, spread and all this kind of stuff. What is your thoughts about the data that has come out that the public has been made aware of and et cetera? Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and we're here in the studios with uh, Nurse J. We just call him Nurse J, one of my nurses when I was there in the hospital, and he is separated from the healthcare system because of the uh, requirements to be vaccinated and all that there. Uh, the nursing crisis was made worse by the policies implemented by the healthcare system. And so, I mean, if they were short then, they must be down to, I mean, they must be up to about 12 patients per nurse now, but. You know, I don't know if you have any direct knowledge on that, but go back to the question I was asking. The numbers that we keep hearing about all the COVID, and what, if anything, that kind of stuck out with you that was uh, being reported that, you know, that's not what's happening here. Anything like that or just your first blush thoughts on that? Well, this is a very, very broad topic to be exploring, so mm. I will try to condense all this down. Uh, to the best of my ability. Um, COVID was a novel virus. It works in the same way that the flu works, mm-hmm. same way that the common cold works. It's a respiratory virus. It's also an RNA virus. When people want to bring up the vaccine issues, um, especially looking for a vaccine, I was very skeptical uh, that it would ever work. And then we weren't given a regular vaccine. We were given mRNA recombinant technology. This is not a vaccine. They have changed the definition of vaccine. This is gene therapy. Regardless of whether you're for it or against it, that is what this is. It's gene therapy. Trying to modify a, a biological process in the body. There has never been to date and still isn't with these new so-called vaccines a successful vaccine for an RNA virus. So when you compare COVID to things like polio or the chicken pox, you're comparing apples and oranges and you're not using common sense. Mm. The chicken pox that I had as a kid, that Kim Wade probably had it as a kid, mm-hmm. is the same chicken pox that your great-granny and George Washington had. Mm-hmm. The, the smallpox that was eradicated in the 1960s, 70s, uh, with the last patient, I believe, being in the 1970s, had the same smallpox that Tecumseh had in the early 1800s, and that people were getting in the Middle Ages. Right. It's a DNA virus. So you can have a successful vaccine to that. Um, but early on w- with with COVID-19, we didn't know what we were fighting. 
but I was observing the patient population that this was affecting. And not that there's not exceptions, but for the most part, the people who were getting COVID and dying from it were at very high risk of dying the next time they got any kind of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Years ago, when we didn't have an answer for something and somebody got pneumonia and went on life support on a ventilator and uh, ended up dying in the ICU, we would tell them they've got an unknown viral infection with secondary bacterial pneumonia, and that's why their body is shutting down. It seems like families were able to accept that more often when it was something unknown. Mm -hmm. But with COVID, you put a name on it, and you had talking heads and experts all over the television with constant bombardment promising hope, promising a, a cure to the point where when the mRNA technology came out, you would get uh, unjabbed patients who may have been planning on getting it, but they would get sick enough to require ventilator support in the ICU, and the families would beg you to give them the vaccine. Well, just give them the vax. Mm -hmm. Well, it's too late, if it's going to work at all, for it to work once you're on the ventilator. Same thing with the alternative therapies, you know, uh, such as hydroxychloroquine, uh, ivermectin, uh, ivermectin, all of that. Those drugs that we did give in the facility that I worked in that were like that, you gave them to unventilated patients. Mm -hmm. Um, By the time somebody was on a ventilator, you had to let this thing run its course. There's no more preventative measures. So, yes, I did see the healthcare systems getting overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. As a nurse, I've got friends that are nurses and respiratory therapists in other hospitals. I have friends who are paramedics and EMTs. Yes, at one point, the hospital systems were being overwhelmed. It, it was a true pa- epidemic. Right. However, I don't agree one bit with us shutting down the whole world uh, for months on end and then denying people their basic human rights to free choice and autonomy uh, just because some crooked people stand to make a profit. Mm. And in any situation, whether it's the pharmaceutical companies or the government or these hospitals that have mismanaged themselves into a state where uh, they're not going to be able to recover from by trying to save money on staffing. Now there's no staff, and you're having to pay travel agencies in order to get your staff. The love of money is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. And I always say follow the money. We can do that on any issue we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at war in Ukraine right now. Welcome. Oh well, we're not at war. As the United States is what people say. You know, right. our politicians are at war. Mm-hmm. That's why they invested lots of money before all this happened in all the defense contractors and in oil futures. Mm-hmm. These people are corrupt. They're crooked. That goes 
for the federal government, for Dr. Fauci and any type bureaucrat like him. Mm -hmm. It's even your local administrators in the hospital down the street. Hmm. There, there's money to be made and in healthcare. It's at the expense of the patient and the bedside worker. Let me ask you, do, do you see um, yourself and others who didn't take the jab getting back in the medical profession? Do you see this thing changing? What do, what do you see coming going forward? I hope for there to be a complete repeal of the portion that the United States Supreme, Supreme Court, Court left um, in striking this down that says those who take Medicare, Medicaid money, which is every hospital and long-term uh, care facility, at least in the Jackson metro area, mm -hmm. which is where we live, they all take Medicare, Medicaid money. So, Well, there are a few doctors who have gone independent, but I guess if it comes down to the surgery aspect of it, um, you know, they, they still have their challenges unless they just start setting up separate hospitals. Of course, that's obviously expensive, and it's hard to make it uh, just off of uh, people paying you out of their pocket. You run up uh, $100,000 worth of heart surgery type of, type of bills. Uh, is there a place for uh, nurses, et cetera, that have decided not to take the jab? What, what kind of work is out there? Um, they can still work in the hospital setting mm -hmm. or in the clinical setting. Um, there's a lot more in private practice. You mentioned these doctors going independent, but that's independent-style offices. Right. Uh, the way our healthcare system is set up, people haven't paid their own bills since the 1990s, I believe, mm -hmm. or, or maybe even before that, especially now that the insurance companies got their way and we passed it with the name Obamacare. Mm -hmm. But Hillary tried that back in 92, 93, mm -hmm. and it was called Hillary Care. So it's the same legislation. They just didn't get their way 20 years earlier. Mm -hmm. They had to wait. So it looks like Obamacare really set us up for this so-called COVID crisis in terms of the the infrastructure we ha now have that doesn't seem to be working t for the benefit of the patient or the hospital workers and uh, hospital delivery people. Uh, but Obamacare seemed to be in the framework, and we were so busy being distracted by the fact that we were being forced into the uh, uh, system, as it were, Obamacare system, that we really didn't look at the implications of you know, doctors coming out of their private practices and associating themselves with the systems and things like that now, and everybody's caught up. You know, you don't have that wiggle room. It, yes. Mm -hmm. um, let me give you the disclaimer. I'm a bedside nurse. I'm mm -hmm. not a doctor. Mm -hmm. I'm not in medical billing. You know, I got paid by the hour. I get mm -hmm. paid by the hour. Mm -hmm. However, when you go in to the hospital for st stub toe or COVID-19 doesn't matter. There's a set amount of money that the insurance companies or Medicare, Medicaid pay for your specific diagnosis. Hmm. Well, lots of things changed with COVID. Federal money got involved, and they're having to monetize the debt because they just printed money to be able to pay for this. Right. But when someone goes into the ICU with COVID, 
they don't just have pneumonia anymore. <laughs> That's what they do. They're, they're not just seeing a pulmonologist. Right. <laughs> because of all the things that happen, now they're seeing a cardiologist. They most often go into renal failure and, and have to go on dialysis, uh, which means you now have to have a nephrologist. Mm -hmm. And so you've gone from just pneumonia, you know, to pneumonia plus, you know, uh, heart attack plus kidney failure, you know, plus these patients stroke. And so you've taken a diagnosis that pays the hospital $50,000 or $100,000 or whatever it is. And the way they make money is they treat you, get you well, try to save, you know, some money on that diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Well, with COVID, there's people staying in the hospital for months, six, nine months, just Mm. using up a bed to the point where a lot of people were treated in the ER and then released out of the ER. Right. That's unheard of for things like, you know, pneumonia Mm. for a ventilator or, uh, we need to take a Heart break attacks. here. Let's take a quick break. Our number is 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Jay's in the hospital in in the hospital. In the house with us. He's one of my he was one of my nurses when I was uh, uh in the hospital. And uh he is separated from the system right now. Now, he is uh separated from the system. I just leave it at that there. And if you're looking for a good nurse, he is that. You know what? I remember you were the one giving me those remdesivir shots. I remember that. Giving you a blood thinner shot. Okay, I know you were coming in there jabbing it like that, like that, like in that Pulp, pulp Fiction movie yeah. when they stabbed him in the chest. No, that that was Lovinox, most likely. <laughs> yeah. Maybe heparin, but yeah. anytime we're in the ICU, mm-hmm. uh, especially with any type of pneumonia, especially with COVID pneumonia, mm-hmm. uh, more so than regular pneumonias, blood clots are a big issue. Uh, most of your long-term survivors of of COVID that spent a while in the ICU that are needing nursing home care, you know, possibly for the rest of their life now. Mm-hmm. They suffered a lot of strokes and a lot of heart attacks and stuff while they were in the hospital, mm. most of which could not be treated because they were already so sick and on everything imaginable mm. that you're oftentimes not stable enough to take to MRI or take you to the cath lab or mm. any, any of those interventions that people who walk in off the street with a stroke or a heart attack would get. I'm I'm truly blessed there. I mean, and uh, Dr. Spann keeps telling me that, uh, that I really don't realize how sick I was or how down low I was in my sickness. Uh, You know, when I, when I got to the ER that day, I was full, I had a full dose of ivermectin in me. I mean, I had literally finished my last, you know, you take it in doses, sets, and I had just finished it at that time, and I think, of course, the Lord's grace and that ivermectin is what held me in good stead going into that. So, but oh, that's the music, folks. We're out of time. 
We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X ceramic coatings starting as low as $4.99 for cars and only $7.49 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back, and it's Friday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. And we got Jay here for one more segment here. He's he got a few more things he wants to get off his chest, and we're going to do an open forum. We're going to talk about the, excuse me, the Ukraine, the scam that's going on up there. Folks, they just roll us from one crisis to another. This, this is all a scam. Uh, but I want you to see those people over in Ukraine living in the, uh, 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 the basements, living in the subways. This is what they're going to do to us. They don't care about human life, man. They think they own the world. They think they own everything. And who are they, Kim? Our government. These people who work for the elitists, these people who brought you COVID, these people who brought you Trump impeachment, these people who brought you high gasoline prices. And the only way it's going to stop it is when you decide, you know what? We might as well fight. Somebody's not going home. And damn it, it's not going to be me who's not going home. Our number is 601-879-0002. Before we get back to Jay, I want to remind you, good friends, over at Rapid Tire Exchange in Clinton, 953 Highway 80, right across from Walmart, stands at the ready to help you. You got your income tax check. Now you need a new set of tires. You need brakes. You need your CV uh, uh, axle and boots replaced. Anything dealing with the suspension and undercarriage of your car, they got you covered at Rapid Tire Exchange. And while you're over there, folks, you can get your wheels aligned, you can get your AC checked out, get your oil changed, get your uh, uh, fluids changed, your oil, transmission, differential uh, fluids, all that can be done at Rapid Tire Exchange. So we encourage you to do that today. Uh, set up an appointment by going online, rapidtireexchange.com, rapidtireexchange.com. And there you can just set the uh, pick out the tires that you want, the brakes or whatever you need, and uh, you'll have your appointment set and just drop it off and then they'll get the work done. And while you're over there, I do want to encourage you to get the battery jumper that they have over there. I went and got one and I'm glad I got it. It's about the size. Of, if you put two cell phones back to back, I should say uh, side to side or whatever, you put two cell phones together, you will get the size of that uh, battery jar, uh, charger. It will jump off a, 
a Ford 350, 250 diesel.、Uh, it is a heavy duty、uh, charger. It's only $150, and it's well worth it. Because when you need one, you need one. And, you know, most people don't want to have to jump off somebody using their car battery unless it's just absolutely necessary. But you hate to see them sitting down on the side of the road. With this here, you can jump it off, plug it back into your uh, 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 cigarette lighter, and it charges back up, and you're good to go. So, and the charge will last a year just in, in your glove compartment or in your trunk. So, check it out today. And while you're there, get the、uh, Weather Track cup holder. Folks, if you're looking for the right uh, uh, cup holder that's going to hold your cell phone, this is it. It is sturdy. You can actually punch your phone numbers on there. You can turn it side and watch the videos. It is built to travel. So, check them out today. Rapid Tire Exchange in Clinton, Mississippi. All right, let's get back to Jay. Jay, we, we had to cut you short at、uh, that last、uh, break. Anything else you want people to know about、uh, the healthcare industry? What is it that you want to do going forward? Are you looking for work or、uh, are you available for work? Somebody wants to hire you? Well, my passion is in critical care nursing,、mm -hmm. um, really making chicken salad out of chicken scratch, so to speak. <laughs> so.、Uh, I do expect to get back to that soon. I'm pursuing avenues at the moment.、Uh, I、mm -hmm. need to update a few things、uh, as far as licensures and certifications and, and whatnot.、Um, well, I think, but, I, I think the healthcare industry will have no choice. I mean, there was already a shortage prior to all this COVID scam came about. And、uh, now that we have our attention distracted with the so called war in the Ukraine, and、uh, it has、uh, swept just like that. No more COVID、uh, issues with the local news and the national news. Everybody's concerned about the Ukrainians. So I think you'll be back to work in no time.、Right. Yeah, I do expect to be.、Mm -hmm. um, I could talk about a lot of these issues、uh, for much longer and much more in depth than we have time to、uh, remaining.、Mm -hmm. What I do want people to take away from this is, is that. Things are spiraling out of control. They're、mm -hmm. propping up a house of cards. Things are not sustainable in the current model. And some of this is being done on purpose so that eventually the government can step in and take over health care altogether and have socialized medicine.、Mm -hmm. That's my view.、Right. What I want people to hear most in what I'm saying here is do two things consider freedom. Consider other people's point of view,、uh, maybe more researched, more thought out,、mm -hmm. more grounded than whatever yours is. Or they may be a kook. It really doesn't matter. Our politicians should not have the right to、uh, assault somebody、mm -hmm. with a mandate versus them being able to have a livelihood in the profession that they choose. And secondly, to that, since healthcare is declining as we've known it,、mm -hmm. take charge of yourself, people. That's right. The nurse, the doctor, they don't owe you anything when you've done put yourself in a diabetic coma with heart disease and cancer and everything else because of your lifestyle choices, you know, re refusing to take your、mm -hmm. vitamins、mm -hmm. and eat healthy. You can't eat McDonald's and. Pizza and ding dongs, and, <laughs> and expect somebody else to take care of you. Especially, you won't be able to expect good treatment in the future with your nurse having enough time to go get you a sandwich tray after hours when they've got 
eight, nine other folks right. asking the same thing, and they're just trying to get medications out to people and dressings changed and things of that nature. Well, you um, you give me some insight because I always wondered, you know, uh, for the most part, I mean, uh, I think they were responsive in terms of those needs when you say, okay, I could use an extra blanket or whatever the case may be, but I didn't. I didn't understand the the dynamics of what you what the nurses were up against on a on a, on a shift wide basis in terms of the number of patients and the different demands that people have. Because you hear people and they're crying out in pain, or you know, uh, you just. But one thing I do remember about my experience, I finally had to just say, "Look, I don't know what y'all be doing out there. Out there slamming doors all night long. What the heck?" But they, uh, I mentioned that and they did correct that. So, but for a while, I thought I was at. Uh, in, in the county jail down there, where he was slamming doors all night long, but well, that was interesting. Yeah, that that, that wasn't my unit. <laughs> that was, <yeah. laughs> well, that, that's good, uh, Jay. Listen, uh, the overall uh, state of uh, health. Do you see the administrations in these hospitals changing? Uh, what what will you see? I mean, what do you think it will take for these people to change and start delivering medical services that benefit patients and, and the healthcare pro- uh, providers? It would take a total collapse of this society and starting over from scratch. They ignore the problem, and this is nationwide. Mm-hmm. Administration ignores the problem, asking the same old question. They've even quit asking. Mm-hmm. They don't do exit exams anymore when people quit mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> most places. Don't let the door hit you. The, the reason that nurses are turning over, that they're leaving, is the same reasons that were given over and over again by all the ones that left before them. Administration thinks that they can do a Jedi mind trick and just throw a pizza party or give you some Cracker Jacks coming in Mm -hmm. um, into it. More so than better pay, healthcare workers want proper work work ratios. Mm -hmm. I, as an ICU nurse, can take care of three patients and we used to have a thing called a one-on-one which means if you had a certain type patient with something going on there was one nurse to one uh patient Mm. for for certain criterias now they give you two of those patients if not three this breaks good nurses down this makes it impossible for young nurses to want to stay in the profession. There's fewer people going to nursing school these days. Um, A whole lot of floors and units are being run by new grad nurses with two years or less experience with the rest of the nurses in those units being contract nurses. Mm. Uh, That's not a good thing. (laughs) Nobody has no... They don't have the institutional knowledge, and the other ones don't really care because they'll be out of there in a couple of weeks. Right. So your experienced nurses don't belong to the facility in which they work, so there's not as much accountability. And it's not that they would do the wrong thing or be negligent necessarily. Um, just things like policy and procedure and location of things in both the computer system and in the physical system. Right. That's things that native staff nurses know that agency and contract nurses don't know unless they've worked 
in that facility before, mm. which that's happening a lot as as well. Nurses are leaving facilities uh, that they work for, going somewhere else for just a little while, then coming back and working with their old coworkers, making two or three times as much as the coworkers who've stayed. Mm. What does that perpetuate? <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. more nurses leaving and, and going, you know, yeah. going mercenary, so to speak. Is wow. Well, I add this to my list. I said uh, things would have to be pretty hard, uh, bad off for me to become a school teacher, a police officer, and now a nurse because I just uh, – this uh, the BS levels of, of, of those professions can get pretty high, and I don't know if I'm built for that. They can, but it, it is rewarding. Most mm-hmm. people who go into – uh, bedside clinical care. Most of your doctors and nurses, CNAs, respiratory therapists, are doing it because they care about people at some level. Right. Now, just like anything else, there's always those who don't, and it's just a paycheck to them. But you're going to get that, you know, at, at Sprint Mart in the morning. Hmm. So yeah. um, realize that most of your medical staff want to help you, right. want to meet your needs, want you to get better, would like to have a conversation with you uh, when they have the time. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're unable to do that, it might not be their fault. It may be the workload. It may mm-hmm. be the patient next door to mm-hmm. you. And and you may think, you know, that they can't be here for anything worse or be any worse off than you are. Mm-hmm. However, that patient could be dying next door. So if, if all you're wanting is your thermostat adjusted, uh, don't don't get upset, you know, when, mm-hmm. when it doesn't happen in a timely manner. Gotcha. Th- things are not going to improve, in my opinion. Uh, we've gone too far for too long in the wrong direction being ignored. Folks, we've been talking with Nurse Jay. Man, we appreciate you coming in and appreciate you helping nursing me back to health and God bless all of you guys out there who work against tremendous odds to deliver good services. And again, sometimes administration that's indifferent and only concerned with the numbers. But the hearts of the nurses is showing that that's not the case with everyone. We want to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Friday. Glad to be back in the studios. Want to remind you. You're looking for an agent to sell your home? Rita Jensen's your girl. Give Rita a call. That's right, folks. 601-720-4037. We're coming into the spring of the year. People getting ready to get that house ready to go on the market. Rita's the number you need to call. 720-4037. Area code 601. Check her out on the web. RitaJensen.net. That's J-E-N-S-E-N.net. Rita is putting the marketing muscle behind the sale of your home, getting you the best price and the most customer satisfaction. It can be found out there with a professional like Rita. It's going to happen over three three decades in the business. She's going to bring all that experience to bear on your sale. 601-720-4037. Let's go to Derek. We want to thank Jay for coming into the studios with us. And uh, you're welcome to sit over there if you want to comment on anything that we say. You're welcome to. Hey, buddy. How you doing today? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, real quick, Kim. um, If Biden decides he wants to um, commit troops, I hope the liberals do the same thing they did to President Bush and say he he's doing that because of his son, like they did when they said President Bush went because of his dad. Remember, because Biden and, and 
And, and Sir Hunter and a lot of debt to the Ukraine aren't,、um, government. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, look, like I said, at this point here, if, if, if people want to follow the scam that is, my suggestion, rather than following the scam, just realize that they're going to eventually get around to you. This is about the loss of your freedom, the control of your lives by people who think they're better than you. This is all. This, look, we just rolled from one scam to another out of the COVID into the,、uh, uh, the European war scam. Next, in probably a couple of months, is we're going to be back to the uh, uh, Ebola like. A virus that's,、uh, that they say that、uh, was found there in China, South Africa, and a couple other places around the world. It's just one crisis after another. It, it is. And, Carol, I'm going to tell you another disgusting thing the media is doing. They're, they're basically saying, calling Putin, Putin's claims of fighting Nazism false, when it is a known fact, and our government knows this, that Ukraine has at least two, several battalions called Azov. That wear Nazi regalia signals. Matter of fact, the U.S. Congress voted to not fund the Ukrainian military because of that. Then it was overturned. But they know darn well Ukraine has at least two battalions in their army that are based in neo Nazism. They know that. This is well known. It's documented in the halls of Congress.、Hmm. And now the news is going to say those claims are false. Come on. But you know what, though, Kim? What's that? I noticed that as of those neo Nazis ain't so tough now, are they? <laughs> well, everybody's, everybody's a tough guy until they get punched in their mouth. When Putin started hurling those bombs over there,、uh, they, they saw this is real. We're going to really have to put it all on the line. Nobody wants to die. Yeah, but they were, they, they were on the eye of the world court for committing atrocities,、um, just like Putin said they was, to the Russian. You know, people that want to remain loyal to Russia, they have been committing atrocities to them, migrant workers, and, and a small Jewish population. And、um, again, they are full in full Nazi regalia, and they use the SS symbols on their, on their uniforms. And it's at least two battalion sizes. One of them is called Azov, A Z O V, Azov Battalion. Well, thanks for the heads up on that. We'll be we're looking out for more information probably at the. Get, in the, get it in the alternative media because it's certainly not in the main media. Yeah, you can look it up. I mean, they're a part of the Ukrainian military. Okay, we'll, we'll check it out. We'll check it out. Thank you, Derek.、Uh, you're welcome, buddy. All right. All right, folks,、uh, touch it on the Ukrainian thing. Here, here's a couple things you might want to consider and know、uh, Ukraine is not a part of NATO, okay? NATO is saying that they're going to invoke Article 5, which basically gives it permission to go. Uh, and fight if somebody attacks one of the NATO members. Well, Ukraine is not a NATO member. That's why, they, that's why Roger Wicker is running around here saying, oh, this is going to spread. What Roger is preparing you for is a false flag operation to suggest that Russia has invaded、uh, one of the countries that have joined the uh, uh, NATO alliance.、Uh, this is all distraction, folks, to run up gasoline prices, to make life untenable, and basically to collapse the system. Now, one of the things history has shown us that any country that does what America has just done, which is run up all this debt, basically reach the end of our credit card limits, and then decide to go to war, you're at the mercy of people who lend money. Okay? And the people who lend money want to remove America and its dollar bill as the reserve cu-、uh, currency of the world. Folks, and this is why I keep saying to Democrats and black Democrats in particular, you have ushered in some of the worst times of your life, and you're going to live through them. 
Those of you who took money to run the COVID scam, those of you who took money to undermine Donald Trump, those of you who have basically sold America out at every turn, your money's going to be just as worthless as everybody else. You haven't done anything but shown the fact that you are a traitor and worthy of a traitor's death. So you can write this in blood, folks. If Russia, what Russia did in Ukraine, is the same thing America would do as they did in Cuba when Russia started putting missiles in Cuba. We don't allow that in our hemisphere. Russia is not going to allow uh, the Ukraine to be part of NATO right up on its border. And that's what this is all about. Okay? The New World Order folks, the Reset folks, all these folks, to them, this is just another uh, 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 set, if you will, Hollywood set that they're now operating their dope boy magic on. That's it. They moved from the medical uh, set of COVID and the COVID scam and made billions off of that. They leave $80 billion worth of military equipment in Afghanistan. And now they're out there talking about we need a, a military authorization uh, uh, a bill that's going to give more money for the war effort. There is no money to give. This is how Rome fell. So that's why all you folks sitting out there who are worried about going to war, who worried about might having to put some skin in the game to preserve your own freedoms you have in this country, guess what? You're going to have to do it anyway. What you, and all you Trump haters out there, rhinos and Democrats alike, all you Trump... President Trump, th- these are the things President Trump told us. He said, as it relates to China, he said, we need to bring the manufacturing jobs back to America and quit making all that crap over there in China and make it right here in America. Had we started following Trump's advice, we wouldn't have the supply chain problem that we're having. President Trump said, we should be the ones selling natural gas and oil supplies to Europe, not Russia. And Everybody, Washington Post, the media, all the uh, all the establishment said Donald Trump was anti-America. And now what is Joe Biden trying to do? And all you anti-Trumpers out there, and you know who you are, what's your point? So now we got to go to world war because you were your emotional, petulant little witches who couldn't stand Donald Trump because he was spraying testosterone every, everywhere he stepped. No, this is why I keep saying the Christian patriots and rednecks. Folks, you're not going to be able to get by without this fight, okay? Let's go to John. Hey, John. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey Kim. What's up? Hey, the thing that I've been hearing, I don't know is all, you don't want to believe anymore, is China's got another bug coming. That they give everybody this bug at the Olympics and it, it ain't hit yet. I don't know, but believe it or not, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they they have out they've had outbreaks over. That was the uh, when they, when that truckload of monkeys uh, overturned there in Pennsylvania. This is what this is all about. In a couple of months, we'll be fighting another vaccine that was going to require them to take all our rights in the midst of the war effort, folks. This is a scam. You're going to lose your right. You're going to lose your life. Period. John, right. appreciate you, man. Uh, you're right. Just hold on to your hat, son. 
Yeah, well, I, I was listening to somebody. Lead a monkey driver, some Something's coming in Texas. I don't know what it is. His wife didn't want to go. Some of these truck drivers in America are going to start showing out. That's what I've been I've been understanding. I don't know. And, they, and they're putting it all on the line because they lost everything they had in truck driving in Canada. Yep. All right, brother. We appreciate thank you, man. Thank, thank you. Thank you, now. All right, we have the – let's get him out. Hey, Walter. Yes, sir. Hey, so as a hey, as a constitutional given citizen, are you saying that you don't you, the United States is trying to bring Ukraine in so that they can uh, put nukes there to protect the American people here in America? So are you you against that? You do what, Walter? Well, what are you talking about? I'm just asking you. Why would America need to put nukes in Ukraine to protect the Americans here? In because it's right. They put them right there at Russia. Boom. Well, Russia doesn't want that. That's why Russia's over there okay, kicking so America's so, butt. So, but you're not. You're saying that's okay for Russia not to want, but it's not okay for the United States to want it. No, son. You make what, you what you're saying is you made my point. The point that I was making. You're trying to reverse it. Trying to sound deep. You're, you're the idiot that you call. That you were all the other times you called. Walter, you don't know what you're talking about. Look, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's not talk about people. Walter. Just answer the question. Well, okay, the question. Listen, listen. Okay. When intelligent people, when dumbass people have to uh, point negative stuff, then they don't have to I, Walter, you swerved right into the point that I was making. I said America didn't like it when they Russians were putting missiles in Cuba, and Russia doesn't like it when America tries to meddle in their affairs on countries that are within their realm of influence, whether it's nuclear weapons or Levi jeans. You didn't answer my question, Tim. I can't answer your question. You're an idiot. I've got to take a break and make some money. We're capitalists over here. Oh, okay. See, you're a traitor. Yeah, bye. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Friday. Glad to be back here in the studios. want to thank Jay for coming in. Interesting show. We're going to be having him back. We've got some more things coming up, folks. It's going to be it's going to be eye-opening. It sure is. Uh, and, folks, it, obviously Walter got his crack, crack pipe kit from Joe Biden. He's calling here beamed up like that. Uh, Walter, we don't want to hear that crap. And uh, I do want to remind you, you've got a taste for steak this evening. Don't forget our good friends. Tico, Tico Hoffman over there on Canterline Road. Been doing it for three decades, firing up those, firing up that uh, uh, furnace they got back there, oven. Gets 3,000, 4,000 degrees. That steak comes out of there piping hot, baby, along with the all gratin potatoes and a salad and a Sprite. It's great. The number over there is 601-956-1030. 601-956-1030. You can place your order. They'll have it ready for pickup. Or let them know, hey, we're on our way. Save a seat for us. Tico Hoffman. Check out the good steaks they have there, Tico. When you get that steak flavor in every bite. Let's go to Steve. Hey, Steve. Good afternoon, sir. How are you today? How's my friend? Oh, better than I deserve. Thank you. Good, good, good. I just wanted to let all the folks know out there that if you really want to know what's going on in Ukraine, um, don't listen to the mainstream media. Go to YouTube and look up a fellow by the name of Patrick Lansing. 
News Today. Mm-hmm. He's on the ground there. He's been there for eight years, ever since uh, Obama and George Soros did the color revolution there like they did in 2020 here. Mm-hmm. And you'll find out a few things. Also, I don't know if the folks realize this, but the United States Pentagon has had uh, 11 bioweapons laboratories in Ukraine. Now, the other day when Russia first struck, they knocked seven out of the 11 of the, off the face of the earth. Yep. And also, I'd like to let the people know, you. I know you've seen the video of Bill Gates where he's talking to some forum, and he says, sadly, this Omicron variant is putting a stop to the COVID. But don't worry about it because there's another pandemic coming. And, and, and that's what gets me. All the FBI and all these other folks listen to this man say this, and he's not under investigation? That's what I'm yeah. saying, folks. We're, we're, we're on our own to seek and and i mean if we're going to defend ourselves if we're going to remain free we're the man is threatening the world and we supposed to just let this slide no we need some no limit soldiers to go and have a uh, some heated fellowship with brother uh, gates and say uh, we need to understand what you were saying for your sake we need to understand that why aren't they putting sanctions on him precisely good point good point and as, and as far as these truckers go that are going cross-country to D.C., mm-hmm. fellas, you're leaving yourself open. You're in harm's way. You could be a lot more effective, and it wouldn't cost you a dollar in diesel. All you got to do is turn the keys of your rig off and don't haul no goods anywhere. It wouldn't take but about three or four days until Washington, D.C. was out of supplies. New York City, Boston, Philadelphia, and the rest. I think it's going to And co- you would get your point across just fine. But then, you know, if you notice, like the same thing up in Canada, the leadership didn't mind them starving us out. They didn't mind uh, the truckers and others going without food for themselves and their family. But once the truckers start threatening them and their families, then they get narrow-minded and want to call out their their pit bulls. Yep. What did you say the name of that guy? Guy's name Steve Lansing. What was his name? Patrick Patrick Lansing. L A N S I N G. Okay. I think that's how you spell it. I sent you a link to it. Um, But anyhow, yeah, um, he's been doing some very good reporting. And and the fact of the matter is, most of the people that he is interviewing, Mm -hmm. they're happy that this is happening. They're saying we don't have to be subhuman anymore under these Nazis that are here. Hmm. We can be humans again. Wow. They're jumping for joy. And most of the destruction that the mainstream media is portraying as being part of Putin's actions, the bombs are coming from the Ukraine side. Mm-hmm. They've hit three schools. Uh, they hit one guy's apartment building. He, I think he made it through, but he, he was in critical condition. And that missile came from the Ukraine side. So if you've got a building that is east and west, north and south, the Russians are on the east side, and the missiles are coming from the west side. Guess what? That's coming from Ukraine. But the mainstream media is going to spin it around how exactly they want it and try to program your minds to make you think what they want you to think. Think for yourselves, folks. Hmm. Absolutely, folks. And just anything the mainstream media is presenting, folks, they presenting, they're presenting for the purpose of trying to ensnare you their goal is to subjugate you and make you wards of these so-called elites. You don't have to go along with it. And the best way to stop it 
is just quit interacting with them, quit buying their crap. Just assume anything coming out、yeah. of their mouth is a lie. Well, there's a thing called the American Project out there. And basically, what they're doing is they're、uh, connecting people that have needs for goods and eliminating the big box stores like Walmart. And, and sending the business to mom and pop people that think, like, you know, that are patriotic Americans that, that want to live free. Well, so that's something that probably we should look into. Not only that, but we should be looking at our neighbors, you know, can you supply eggs? Can you supply milk? That sort of thing, you know? What about beef? Because if we don't, you know, eventually they're going to have us under their thumbs. And, president? and people say, well, they can't send 10,000 people to everybody's house to collect their guns. No, but what they can do is what they did up in Canada with these truckers. They can say, okay, we don't like you, so we're shutting down your bank account.、Mm-hmm. And let that be a cautionary tale to all of you that live by that credit card, that don't use cash, that have Bitcoin, that have their money in stocks. They can cancel you at any time. And that's what they're working toward. Well, that's the whole purpose of trying to make everything so called green. It's not that, not that they're going green. They want everything to be digital. And when it's、yep. digital, they can control you from a switch from afar. But as Steve points out to you, if you go back to the local, local uh, uh, barter system and the buying local, even if you don't get strawberries till when they're in season, then it's a, a small price to pay for the freedoms that you'll continue to enjoy. Yep. Well, strawberries ought to be in season from Louisiana right now. So that's not a far stretch, you know, from being a local provider. Right. Because there's a lot of people that go down there and pick up crates of them strawberries and they bring them up here and they'll, they'll sell them to the fruit stands and on the side of the road and so forth. That's a good hit right there. Good hit. Good, good information, brother. We appreciate you. Thanks. You have a great weekend. All right. I'll be in touch too. All right. Let's go to Master D. Bless us with your words, Master D, but make it brief. Oh, look, Kim Wade, you're on Facebook page. Not anymore. I'm no longer on social media crap. I want to send you the、uh, video of when Putin、uh, made a 30 minute state,、uh, speech to the Russian people, but it focused primarily on black people here in America. It's really, really a shame and embarrassing what he had to say. But it was 100% true. I mean,、uh, and then we had this appointment of this black fellow judge. It was right after he made that speech. I mean, it's like just, we're just getting played. I mean, if you listen to what he said, and, and I didn't, you know, for all these years, Guess what he did,、uh, Mr. Wade? What did he do? Huh? What did he do? He spoke in English.、Hmm. And a lot of people didn't even know the man speaks fluent English. He, he got it right. And I was like, wow. But to deal with Ukraine is, you know, when you deal with me, you deal with black military intelligence. So there were 77 nuclear warheads left after. USSR broke up. And Putin don't want them strongmen. They w a s getting hold to this yellow cake and all this other stuff.、Uh, and it goes back with some mining things going on over there. There's a lot of stuff that's not going to be told the truth. They're just going to play some、uh, 
some good old American boys go play their war games or whatever. But it's, it's you know, it's not really no serious business mm-hmm. because it's business as usual. Who's not going to let them have them nukes? And the treaty said those nukes, 77 missing nukes, he know where they're at. He come together. It's a shutdown. They're going to take over the whole operation, and it's going to be back to normal. You know, whatever you want okay. to say, false flag, we'll, we'll wait for it. All Y'all right. have a good night, people. But they need to realize that needs to be published. And what Putin said about what's going on here with black people in America, it's a shame. And you black lawyers, mm-hmm. y'all don't know that y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. Thank you, and America have a good night. Good night. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. The final few minutes of the Kim Wade Show this Friday.、Uh, a couple things. Folks, if you want to sit up there and watch the news, the 24 hour news about this, this, this whole thing is crap. America is going to back down. Joe Biden is. Joe Biden. It was America that was talking about what, what Russia was going to do. The, the Ukrainian people weren't sweating that stuff. This is all some fan dancing between Putin and Biden because Biden and his family, they're trying to cover up the crime scene that Donald Trump pointed out that these people were up to no good all these years. All these people are going to lose their lives. We're going to have five $10 gallon gasoline, all because Biden and his family and the Clintons and the Obamas are trying to cover up the crimes of, of, of money laundering from there in the Ukraine. On another note, we had in the studios yesterday Ms. Lindsay Lindsay. Ms. Lindsay Lemon, rather, from uh, uh, Mississippi, Mississippians Against Mandates. And、uh, we were talking about Dr. Dobbs, the dubious Dobbs, the macabre Dobbs, the Joseph Mengele of Mississippi.、Uh, Dr. Dobbs was routinely on the news talking about that, I believe he was saying 97% of the people, I believe it was, it was a 90 number. 90, 90, let's just say 97%. Percent of the people who were hospitalized were in their hospital because they had caught COVID and these were the unvaccinated. Folks, that is a lie from the pit of hell. And I'm challenging Dr. Dobbs right now to produce the data, the science, the stats to prove that. What we have discovered, what has been found out is that. The hospitals declared somebody to be unvaccinated if they look in their records and don't see their name. So if you go to, you know, John Wayne Hospital and they look in the system and says, okay, this person was not vaccinated, not vaccinated by them. So they put them down as non vaccinated and then the Dr. Dobbs of the world will take that information and run with it. You see how this, see, now this falls under what the medical licensing board said is misinformation. This is why I keep saying, folks, these people are taking money. And it's going to be proven if a complaint is filed against Dr. Dobbs for these type of lies, and it should be, and it could very well be. And the licensing board does absolutely nothing about it. We know. That they're protecting Dr. Dobbs, and I believe that Dr. Dobbs is being uh, 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 compensated for pushing his vaccine as hard as he's like the mayor with the, with the、uh, garbage contract. He's too thirsty for it. 
And in that thirst that he's displaying is strong and suggesting strongly something's not right. And I believe the boy is being influenced by the dollar bill in some form or fashion. It's one lie after another. And the licensed boy said that they don't want misinformation. Well, you need to holler at your boy. Claude Brunson, you need to holler at your boy. Because when that complaint lands on your desk, what you going to do with it? What you going to do with it is expose the corruption that is the COVID scam. And if the Lord says the same, that will happen real soon. Folks, we may as well fight. They plan on killing us anyway. And I'm talking about literally killing. You see what they're doing to the people over in Ukraine? Think about that. If somebody dropped a, a 100-pound bomb on your apartment building, that's what they're willing to do, to cover up their crime scene. Fight now or forever hold your peace. A thousand dies, a, th- a coward dies, a thousand deaths. Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.